This is the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. We hope that you find it encouraging, motivational, and beneficial to you in your day-to-day walk. For all your Prove Yourself Right needs, please follow us on all social media platforms. Also become a subscriber through ACAST, which you can find in a link in our descriptions and our bios through our social medias. Thank you for your time. Thank you for supporting the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to another episode of the Prove Yourself Right podcast, and I'm your host, Jonathan Rose. And today I'm doing a new segment, man, called Player Profiles. Uh, being an athlete, man, I feel like we always get looked at one-sided, man. Everybody forget that we're human sometimes, and they forget that we got lives outside of our sports. And today I bring y'all somebody I've had hands-on experience with, playing out there in the field with, a good friend of mine, man, Great business, man. But beyond that, everybody gonna know his accolades, but I want to get like the background story of who my man is. So today I want to introduce to y'all Brandon Speedy B Banks. How you doing, Speedy B? I'm I'm good, my dog. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me, bro. Man, no problem, no problem. So everybody from Wikipedia, they got all the wiki info on you, man, all your accolades and all this, that and the third, but you know, here on the Prove Yourself Right podcast, man, I wanna give you a chance to be a man and express yourself and tell people the background story of who Speedy B is from Speedy B, man. Everybody got their narratives and enough media guys done chopped us up a, along the years. Now it's time for us to, to tell the real. So give me a little background of who Brandon Banks is, how you came up, man. Uh, man, I'm uh, obviously Brandon Banks. Um, born and raised Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, grew up, uh, I grew up with my mom. My mom was on, on, on drugs, unfortunately. Oh. Um, and then my dad got, I was in a foster home. My mm-hmm. dad got custody of me and my sister. And then, like, once my dad got custody of me, my life changed, bro. I was introduced to sports and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I ended up realizing uh, that I had uh, a God-given talent, which was speed. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Yeah, just grew up there in the, in the city of Raleigh, man. Like I said, to be honest, bro, my uh, I play, always played football. Mm-hmm. But, I, my my first love is basketball, and oh. I realized I, I, I was gonna be five seven five seven. So then um started running track, mm-hmm. and I blew up in track. I mm-hmm. blew up just as fast in track than I did football. So obviously me growing up and you know people telling me I, I was too small, mm-hmm. and um obviously to play football, man. I always wanted to play football because of, I'm a competitor. And I yes, feel like sir. that track that track ain't bring out that competitive edge that I that I want. It bring out football. that football bring out a different dog in you. Yeah, it bring out a different animal in you. So I always wanted to play football. So I was trying to figure out how I could make my way in football. But obviously I was always told I was too small, right? Yeah. So I was trying. So I was gonna just you know take my role with track and. uh what happened was, bro, my senior year in high school, uh, man, I, I was number one in the nation in mm. 2006. Mm-hmm. Number one in the nation in track, man. I, oh, that's something I travel all over the world. I ended up getting homesick, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I ended up getting homesick. I'm feeling you. Small got town got myself, dog. Just right. ain't, we ain't, we ain't seen a lot of the world for real. They sent me to China, bro. Woo. I was homesick, bro. I was eating McDonald's every day, bro. I was like an 18 year old kid, ain't never been outside of Raleigh. Bro. Yeah. But, um, I'm like, I, I, uh, <laughs> I never forget this, bro. They used to give you uh, they used to give you per diem. Uh-huh. So I took my per diem check and got, bought me a flight to come back to the United States. <laughs> <laughs> but, bro, um, you so for I, real? Once, once I got back home, bro, all I did was try to have me and my dad sat down. He asked me what I was gonna do. You know how your, your father is? Like, yeah. He gonna, he gonna set you straight. So I told him I want to play football. In order for me to play football, I couldn't go Division One mm-hmm. because I had accepted money from Nike mm-hmm. running track overseas. So Ooh. I had to go to college. So that's the reason why I went to Hold on, hold on. Let me, I got to unpack all that, bro. For one, 
that was a blessing in the sky. But you know, my first time stepping outside the country, bro, was coming up here to Canada. And wow. that, and in my mind, optically, I thought that was everybody's experience. But you telling me you was already known and tracked to where you was going to China to run out of high school? Right. And what happened, well, I'm being completely honest with you, bro. I'm going to keep it a buck. <laughs> yeah. Bro, I got sixth place in China. Bro, I ran my fastest time ever and lost. That hurt my little pride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pride a little hurt now. <laughs> hurt my little pride because I never lost pride to that. I ain't yeah. race pride to that. Yeah, bro. And I'm undefeated in the United States. And, and, and it, took, it took you going to a whole other country to get beat, huh? <laughs> yeah. So once yeah. that happened, bro, I went to junior college. Bro, I found a good junior college home in mm -hmm. California. Um, shoot, that was pretty much playing some good football out there. Yeah, yeah. Competing for uh, championships out there, so mm -hmm. I went out there, bro. And uh, I never forget going out there. You know, everybody looking at me like I was too small. And yeah. the coach asked me, the coach literally asked me what position did he get shit out? Did he want me to play? Mm -hmm. I was like, I want to play wide receiver, and they was like, Nah, we think you should play corner. Yeah, I was at corner for two days, bro. And I went, and one day I went. You know how you do the early uh, routes on air? Yes, sir. I, I jumped in the line. And ever since then, bro, football has been football, bro. Man, listen, and I'm telling you, I don't know why they always do that, too. It, it make me feel bad, bro, because I'm a DB, bro. And a guy like you, they'll be like, oh, you fast? Boom, put him at DB. Optically, right. see how I grew up, bro, I wasn't always the fastest. Now, I did hit, like, a growth spurt, so I got up to, like, 6'1 at one point in time. And where I'm from in Alabama, you know, being in the South, we all naturally fast, so all of us got some get-up. Right. But I was right. like a... I was a faux faux guy, but I was like faux faux nine. Like I had barely made that little crevice piece right there. Oh yeah. Now listen, when we out there neck to neck, they think I'm Speedy B out there, man. Now I'll stick with anybody, but that was always my pet peeve on myself, bro. I didn't feel like I had the speed like they seen in you. They said you can play position just because you was fast, bro. I had to show them that I had the vertical. I had to show them I had the broad jump just to let them know that I was athletic enough to make those plays. They assumed that you being fast enough would have equate it to being able to play cornerback good. And this right. and you understand this way more details to playing D B in any position than what meets the eye. I can't, I can't do nothing running about it, bro. Bruh, that stuff is tough. But that's a crazy uh journey of yours right there, man. Cause like I said, bruh, nobody really get that small town vibe like I get that small town vibe, bruh. Right. Uh that's me. So coming from when I was in high school, I went to Auburn at first, so that's in Alabama where I was known at and I'm right. comfortable. When I had to go to Nebraska, bro, it was like going to a foreign world, bro. So, like I said, shop for you, huh? bro, I hadn't even been to all 50 states. So, when I got into football, that was my way of traveling. So, the football gave me that entity right. to, to go out there and branch and see other cities and states. So, when I got to Nebraska, bro, like I said, even the people, like I said, the dynamic of how they moved out there, it just seemed right. so foreign to me. I was like, bro, am I still in the states? Y'all live right. like this? Cornfields right. and... And more hard labor jobs and even the, like, even the dynamic of black, white to Hispanic, like Nebraska is a good, um, what, what they call it? International school. So they got a lot of international students and right. programs. So I seen a lot of French, Serbian, German. I seen people from everywhere. But then again, like I said, I'm just from the South where it's black and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might see black and white and maybe, uh, uh some Mexicans or somewhere right. around them lines. You don't get exotic. When I say exotic, that's them Germans and Russians. So for you to go yeah. into, as a young boy, China, competing, and you said the first thing that really hit you was homesick. Like, you, we don't even oh. rational, we don't even rationalize, like, man, once I get out of my environment, I'm gonna handle myself. Right. Bro, I was, bro, it was like, cause you, I couldn't, I didn't even know what to eat. Yeah. Bro, the only thing I ate was McDonald's. 
there. Stick with what we know. That's how we live. That's how we was raised. Stick to what you know. So that's it was, crazy. It was cool though, bro. I, I enjoyed it, but obviously that wasn't my calling. Yeah, yeah. My calling was football. And like I said, man, I got to Bakersfield and make the best of it, man. Mm -hmm. Obviously, then I got into another recruiting process. Mm -hmm. um, I pretty much had the whole West Coast um, wanting me to come through. But yeah. I was trying to get close to my family, um, mm -hmm. back to the East Coast a little bit. And then what happened was um, Kansas State had mm -hmm. Josh Freeman. I don't know if you remember Josh Freeman. Yeah, yeah, I remember Josh. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, He was there again. And obviously, the first round, you know, draft pick by mm -hmm. the NFL, but um, he was there, and that's pretty much, and they told me I could come play uh, wide receiver right away, because Jordy Nelson, you know, the white boy, Jordy uh -huh. Nelson, yep, yep. so I came right in and played right away, that was the only team that was going to give me the chance to play wide receiver right away, and, you know, coming from Juco, you only got so long. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, you probably about had probably a year, two years to really yeah, get down. <laughs> really ball and try to get yourself a shot, but um, yeah, man, um, shit, Kansas State was fun, especially my junior year, uh -huh. man, I went off. Oh yeah, bro. I, I, I don't seen the stats, man. I seen the stats, and that's and that's what I want to kind of drift into since we already on it. So you went from JUCO to Kansas State to being a undrafted free agent in 2010 and going to the Redskins. How you even? How you put that to, in words? How you felt like, man, from being that guy that nobody said was gonna make it to you trump some guys that was went D1 and still didn't make rosters. You feel me? So you cracked the roster. With, with less than what most guys had, how did you feel that that adversity was? Man, I ain't gonna lie, man. That was that was that was a tough little calling. But mm -hmm. always as a competitor, man, you always you know what I mean smelling your own salt. Yes, like, sir. You know, you know how I am. Oh man. yeah, yeah. I yeah. Myself one hundred and ten percent. Got to though. And um, well, to be honest, man, coming out my senior year, man, I was projected to go fifth round, mm -hmm. late fifth round, but I had got into a little trouble. Um, I, I caught a little a domestic violence charge. Mm -hmm. um, get my uh, the mother of my uh, kids right now. Gotcha. Um, so I, I definitely regret uh, making that move, but mm -hmm. um, at the end of the day, that's what that's that's what happened, and I moved on from it. And mm -hmm. I just wanted to thank the, the Redskins for giving me a shot. I mean, 100%. I was just we signed a, a contract 15 minutes after the draft, mm -hmm. so like I was a priority a priority draft drafter, you know. Yes, sir. So, but obviously, I lost a lot of money dealing with that situation. Yeah. But man, like I said, at the same time, bro, it was a dream come true. Bro. Mm -hmm. Like, come on, bro, making it to the NFL. I, against all odds. That's the mission. It was the dream come true. I mean, obviously, you know, especially like being from where you from, you know, like you said, man, mm -hmm. ain't nobody been all American since Charles Barkley. Mm -hmm. Nobody from my city, only people we really got is me and John Wall. Yeah. And me and John Wall really came in, to be honest, on that story, we, uh -huh. we got to DC the same day. Yeah, bro, because that, that was what I was finna say. I did some research on you. I was like, I ain't even know him and John was that tight. So y'all grew up yeah. in the city together? And, and, grew up in the same hood, bro. His, his uh -huh. house is next door to mine. Bro. That's he just, wow. He's just two years younger than me. Bro. Yeah. But I watch him grow up, bro. That's my dog. We talk every day, bro. Mm -hmm. But, um, man, like I said, man, it was a dream come true to go to the Redskins. Yeah. And I'm glad you touched on some of your shortcomings. Like you said, the domestic violence. I ain't finna harp on that. I'm, a, I'm harping on... Me, I ain't even had those type situations. Mine was, I was getting kicked out of universities for doing stuff that athletes can't do in universities. And I, at the time, people would look at it and be like, oh, that kid, bad kid, this, that, and the third. Nobody never took the time like I, I do with this podcast. Yeah, bro. Mental health been a thing, bro. I, I want people to be aware, bro. Just because these last five, six years, people talking about it, bro, I was legit having mental health problems, bro. So... I get where you right. coming from, and bro, you um, you got a son, right? Yeah, I got a son and a daughter. Okay, so you got a son and a daughter. How old your son and daughter? Uh, twelve and eleven. Okay, so you you've yeah. been in the league as as they've been growing, huh? Bro, that was that was born in my rookie year. So, bro, imagine having 
Okay, I tell I can tell my story. You with it? Imagine having two women pregnant, go trying to make it to the league and fighting a case, a domestic violence case. Word. Like I said, signing the contract to the Redskins was a dream country. That's the only thing that made the transition a little smoother. I mean, obviously, you gotta, I got to give it to the man above. Yes, right? sir. You know God is good. Without him, none would be possible. And um, like I said, I'm not a perfect person. I made mistakes in my mm-hmm. life. But um, like I said, bro, and I, I love my kids to death, but that was a tough year for me, bro. But like I said, being able to get in the NFL, obviously, mm-hmm. financial-wise, helped me out a lot. But man, everything is everything. Everything's smooth now. I got big kids now. They man, I'm telling you, boy, <laughs> hey, you got some real steppers. They stepping with you now. Yeah, yeah. Now. I want to. I want to get to on on man to man right here. You think all that kind of molded you into being as mature as you is now? Because listen, bro, oh, you, sure. bro, you one of my. Like I said, we might be relative in age, but you my OG. Because I, like I said, you got into it before me, and you paved the way for guys like me to get accepted. How we get accepted? You know, you came right. in here with good character. So when another black man come into the entity and they already see one doing it the right way, all I all I got to do is really just walk the straight line because you already done right. paved that type of way. But I, like you said, those adversities early, you was young Speedy B doing what young Speedy right. B do. And now you still young Speedy B, but your whole mindset and the way you move is different. Do you think it's right. because of all those adversities you had to fight through? Oh, for sure, man. I'm sure. It definitely made me the man I am, man. Mm-hmm. I, I was just talking about this to my other homeboy podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, growing up, I mean, them years at Hamilton, bro, I, man, I changed a lot, bro. Yeah. Growing up, my whole mindset, my thinking mindset is different. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, that mental health shit, man, that shit real, bro. bro. I've been dealing with that shit as I was, since I was a kid, mm-hmm. man. Seeing the things I seen, going through the things I was going through. Um, but it definitely made me, man, like I said, when you, when you go through stuff in life, you can't, it, it can't be like a, a, it can't be a lesson. You yeah. got to learn from it, yeah. grow from it, you know what I'm saying? So that's why, that's the process that I've been going through, um, Within the last five years, bro, mm-hmm. I got a therapist, bro. Yes, sir. And um, dude, she helped me with my thinking process. And, like, mm-hmm. I've become a, a man. With my time in Hamilton the last eight years, bro, mm-hmm. I'm a completely different person, bro. Like, even I'll be sitting back laughing at myself. And <laughs> I'm like, man, if that would happen to me, I would have got there. <laughs> you hear me? And, and I'm so glad, like I said, bro, and I'm glad you're my first person I do this with, man, because you, you make me feel more... Not as an outcast now, because bro, I used to have these thoughts in my head. I was, I had a five year period, Speedy, where I was in the dark, bro. I was like, bro, you went from high school all American to supposed to did this in college, couldn't get your college career jumping, went straight to the to the pros in the CFL, won it, and for some reason, I still went fulfilled, happy with myself, happy with the man that I was being molded into, That's what man. I'm trying to tell yeah. all, all people like you, bro, make yourself happy first, bro. It's inside, bro. Mm-hmm. Whatever is in your heart, bro, do you first, bro. Stop trying to think about what other people think about you or trying yeah. to make other people happy. See, that's why I was stuck here. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, bro, I was trying to make my family happy. You know, man, I'm the first person to ever graduate college. All bro. that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to orchestrate family, trying to make this person happy, trying to make the baby mamas happy, mm-hmm. trying to make the, the fans happy by playing good football. Yeah. Like, man, fuck that, man. You got to yeah, make yeah. Brandon happy and do what you like to do. And, and see, that's, and that's what I feel, bro, because this entity, it makes you have to be somebody that you, other than yourself. You feel me? And I, I, I don't, I don't get that part. Speedy, why they can't, they, they'll accept us when we put that jersey on for some ways we gotta be somebody else. Why I can't be that same person when I take it off? Because you, you understand it too. Fans, when you Speedy B, they roar for you. Right when you go off and go on the Twitter, they act like you a whole different person that just ran them 15, 16 touchdowns. Right. And they don't have no grace for you either, Speedy. Like, they talk to us like... I, I, to be honest, bro, I, I really think fans and people forget that we are really human first, bro. 
I'm like, man, like, bro, this shit, bro, you should have seen the stuff I was going through. Yes, I sir. To Toronto, bro. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was at my head. Like, everything I do is, like, judge. I'm like, bro, I'm just a human. Like, yeah. I make mistakes. I ain't perfect. But I'm also gonna voice my opinion, and I'm gonna stand ten toes on my every opinion. time. Because if because if I don't, then then I can't be mad when y'all don't hold me to the standard that I feel like I should be held to. Exactly, bro. I just think the fans don't don't realize that we're human. I mean, I get it because mm-hmm. we're doing things that they don't think they can do. Yeah, or, you know, they are surprised by we doing the, the things that we doing, the plays that we make, and mm-hmm. the life that we live. But at the end of the day, man, we're human. We breathe like y'all. And we breathe like y'all. Yes, sir. We treat it all equally. Y'all heard the man. So listen. This is what everybody came to hear right here. So, with your eight years with the Hamilton Tiger Cats, bro, you were a CFL Most Outstanding Player. You were a four-time CFL All-Star and a five-time CFL East All-Star. So now, like I said, everything everybody want to hear, like I said, we we hit a, we ain't exposing nothing. We're going to tell our real because I was in a similar situation like you, man. I was somewhere with Ottawa Red Blacks where I had my most success, where I was most happy in. It all had to come to an end for some reason. So everybody gonna tell what the reason is. I want Speedy B to be able to tell. Talk about leaving Hamilton Tiger Cats to play for the Toronto Argos going into 2022. How did we get here? Oh man, it was obviously probably one of the toughest decisions I ever made in my in my career. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, you know, everything always everything is gonna come to an end at some point. Every all good things gonna come to an end mm-hmm. at some point. And um. It's just the way the organization was at, at, at this point in time and where I'm at in my career. Obviously, man, I had a, I wouldn't say a terrible year, but I ain't have a, a year to up to my standards, right? I hear you. So, um, you know, everybody prisoner of the moment. They don't forget what you did mm. for the last seven years. But um, anyway, but um, yeah, man, it just came to a point where I understood, you know, at the end of the day, we got to understand it's a business first. Mm-hmm. That business always going to trump the play. And I'm 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 a chime in. We sometimes forget that because we athletes, we wear hard on our right. sleeve when, when it comes to this game because this game is us. At the end of the day, right. that's why people don't get why we take these judgments so hard because y'all really talking about us. Like y'all don't understand what we put right. into this. So yeah, I I'm understand that. This is really our livelihood. Like we really like depending on it. This is work for us. Yeah, you know yeah. What I'm but um, like I said, I knew everything was gonna come to the end. And then, like I said, I didn't want to be that vet that hold up or that's trying to go in a younger, younger yeah. situation. I got you. So they, they pretty much came to me and, and, and let it know that it was trying to go to a younger situation and what kind of role they was trying to adjust me to. And mm-hmm. I, was, I just let it be known, man. Just go ahead and let me go and, and let me uh, continue playing Boston Wells. If you don't think I can still be the player that y'all guys want me to be. Um, and we just came to mutual, mutual agreement. Re- respectfully. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't no bad blood. Like I said, man, I got utmost respect for the organization, man. Like I said, man, they, shoot, man. My, like I said, when I became a single father, bro, they let me bring my son to work every day. And that's like, real. That that go along with, with me, bro, because I could have been like, bro, my kids is everything. I don't care nothing about football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my kids was able to come to Canada and be with me during the summers. And I, like I said, bro, that, 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 I haven't been nowhere else. I don't know what other organizations like, but man, they, they made it feel like Hamilton was my second home, bro. Yeah. Like, I could do anything at Hamilton. I could, you know what I mean? I can move how I wanted to move in the I'm a second that. Game. I'm a second that too, bro. Just watching how you was treated there, bro. Like everybody around the league understand the dynamic, and we we trying to get what Hamilton did for you from everywhere we go. Because that's how right. I feel like the standards should be, bro. The way you right. were celebrated to what you were doing for them, that was the right way, dog. Uh, and they, they definitely definitely a first class organization, bro. I, I, that's why I didn't. That's why I, I, I was preaching that mm-hmm. it's no bad blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not bad. They, they didn't do me wrong. That's why I see people say they did me wrong. No, we just came to a mutual agreement that was kind of part ways. So, uh, man, I'm just grateful 
for the for the for the for them allowing me to showcase my talent there. And obviously, I talked to them and they mm-hmm. told me when I'm ready to retire that the red carpet's gonna good be man. And that's so, always good report, man. And and right. that that's a testament to Brandon Banks right there. That means you right. you did something for them that they be like we're indebted and we will give you that luxury because bro, that's that's what I want right. to do with um whatever team it, it comes down to right now is Ottawa because that's where. I done did Wait, the most yeah. at, but I would at least want that kind of respect to be like, hey man, if I want to retire, man, can y'all respect me with with hanging right. my jersey here? Right, right, because that's cool. So I mean, we we talked about that, and it came to the uh, obviously you know part ways uh, situation, and then uh man, for real, man, that free agency shit, bro, that was the first time for me. That was a weird little situation. People calling you alone, asking <laughs> you what you want. Hit like, different, yeah, huh? Really want it like that, so that was yeah. different. Different process for me, but to be honest, I told every team, man, to be honest, go ahead and get what you gonna get. Like mm-hmm. as far as your priority, your prediction, don't worry about me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna sit back and analyze every situation and see what um, situation is best for me. And obviously, when I sat back and you know made it, made my decision to go mm-hmm. to Toronto, which was the hardest decision, obviously, right? Because it's the, the rivalry. Yes, sir. But um, pinball, the pinball Clemens, man. Mm-hmm. Like, when he called me and when we talked, bro, he just made me more comfortable. Obviously, you know the area. Yes, sir. Um, Ontario, Toronto ain't too far from Hamilton, so I'm familiar mm-hmm. with it. So everything was just, the situation was right for me. I, I know the backlash was going to come. Yeah. But it is what it is, and I hope people move on. And I'm just, like I said, man, I'm just trying to continue playing good ball, and I think I'm getting back to myself. Um, last year, I was fucked up, bro. Man, listen, <laughs> was we all, Speedy? You you don't watch me You don't watch me over the years, too, bro. Last year and the team I was on, we ain't going to get into it, but yeah, it was just one yeah. of them years, bro. And one of them years, bro, but yeah, man, I battled a lot last year, but like I said, man, this all season, I'm getting away from I'm trying to put on about about eight to ten pounds. Okay. Uh, so I'm trying to take some of them hits and laugh a little bit longer. Yes, sir. And that's what I want to get into. Let, let you go on to touch on it since you're there. What can we look forward to from Brandon Banks in 2022? Oh man, I'm just gonna be a more stylish player this mm-hmm. year, man. I, I, this this offseason, man, I'm, I'm approaching like I'm in college. Bro. Okay. I'll be out attacking, bro. Because last year, bro, I was taking some hits. That I'm like, damn. Like in in, in one day, I. Be rec- uh, recovered already, bro. Mm-hmm. It was taking me a week to recover last year, bro. Everybody, I'm bro. Like, yeah, I got to get my body stronger. Yes, sir. Um, like I said, I just began my body stronger. And like I said, bro, I ain't, I ain't going to say I got something to prove, mm-hmm. but you know, I got something to go out there to say next year. So when I get that ball in my hands this coming up season, I'm definitely going to be out there trying and, to put on the And show. you know, I believe it. And um, just like guys like us, where we always walk around with that chip, man, you feel like always. you feel like you're going to ever lose that little edge, man. You always going to have that in the back of your mind. The, the small jokes, the, you, you bro. can't play this position, you shouldn't play this position, you more of this, you more of that, the, the I've outside talk. Man, I've been having a little man syndrome all my life. Hey, I don't think it's never gonna leave, <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you yeah. know how it is. Man. Yes, sir. I don't let Try to down, walk over me, man. Bruh, I'm gonna stand on mine. I've never seen it. One thing about it, two things for sure. When Speedy say he ten toes down, that boy ten toes all hey, around. Man. Listen. I, don't, I want all the smoke. <laughs> You'll swear he's six in. I was like, man, who is this Brandon Banks character, man? You gonna know when Speedy be hey. out there, you gonna know Speedy be out there. Hey, this is my motto, bro. Hey, I'm five seven, but I live life like I'm six seven. That dog, <laughs> hey. You a wild one, but boy, hey. <laughs> We gonna wrap it up here, man. But I appreciate it, man. But before I let you go, man, I know you got businesses and stuff outside of football. Give us a little life of outside of the game for you, man. What you been out here doing? Um, yeah, I got a little trucking company, man. That I'm running um through Amazon mm-hmm. and this uh washing dryer company that I just move move a couple of things. I got two box trucks that I doing. 
Um, obviously, I'm trying to you know learn more and get more into the business side. But obviously, man, I'm a parent, bro. Yes, sir. When I'm in the off season, bro, I like taking the kids to school, um, doing things with my kids because obviously you don't get to do that much during the season. Tell me. So uh, and then obviously being in another country, it's, it's hard to be with your kids and like. During the summer, my kids' birthday is mm-hmm. during the summer, so I miss things like that and situations like that. So yeah. when I'm at home, bro, I'm father first. And then, obviously, like you said, the business side. I'm trying to branch off into more businesses, man. I'm trying to open up this little spot. Uh, mm-hmm. Me and my homegirl, she uh, she she do dancing, so I'm okay. trying to do it. Try, we trying to open up a spot, but I'm trying to learn more. But I'm not the smartest person. I'm still learning. Bro, you a Swiss Army knife, boy. You you got so many facets, boy. You gonna have you gonna hey, have bro, revenue coming in from everywhere. I hear you, bro. And that's and more power I'm, to you, bro. Then I'm trying to coach my son team. My son the court, playing quarterback. Man. Oh yeah. Yeah, but I'm, I'm to be honest, bro. I, I told myself I wasn't gonna do it, bro. For I real? can't be handled with my son, bro. It's different, bro, because I know football. Yeah, I rather watch people that you know ain't really been in football. Because if I go out there, uh-huh. I'm be trying to. You know, nah, be. Speedy, you you different, bro, because, bro, I ain't going to lie to you. My daddy did the same thing. So, my daddy was, uh, he went to Auburn and, and oh, so that, that, yeah, that's, and so he coached me, not my first year, though, not my first year. That's why I said he got into it. My first year, he let somebody else coach me that wasn't really knowledgeable, just a coach coach. No, know the game, but ain't never played the game. He didn't like how I look. And I'm telling you, you gonna watch your son, you be like, bro, why he got my son doing that? <laughs> bro, who got my son out here faking the nobody? Y'all ain't even got him doing a good zone read. Sometimes, bro, they need that hands on, bro. <laughs> so I'm telling you, bro. And then, bro, Speedy, what you ain't even unlocked yet, bro. When they hear it come from you, kids do stuff different, dog. I'm, right. That's why I I get into it. That's my afterlife, bro. I want to be a um a guidance counselor for kids, but I'm gonna do oh, it. I'm gonna do it through my athletic background, though, because that's, that's the that's the easier way. When kids want to talk to adults, what adults they talk to? They want to hear from somebody that done it. Thank you, and that they really experience some stuff. So, right. like us, our good background. I I know you gonna want to watch your son, but you ain't gonna be able to watch bad yeah, football. I'm gonna let you know. I'm gonna let you know right now. When you see your son doing something wrong, you're like, "Yeah, bro, I gotta go take over." Oh, I'm going right on the field, ain't I? Yes, sir. Man. I'm trying so hard not to coach him right now. I'm like, bro, go ahead. I'm gonna let you feel yourself out right now. Like, I can't coach him, but I already know I'm gonna jump. Right as soon as I retire football, I'm gonna be damn head coach or something. Yes, sir. Hey, but that fatherhood stuff—it's a beautiful thing, ain't it? Like, bro, my son is exactly me. Like, this shit is so weird. Like, the way he walked, the way he hold his hands. Yeah. Like, damn, that's really up young me. And then the way he wanted to say, I only, to be honest, I'm a football. Yeah. I don't want to play football. For real? So, my son is, he's Dominican. He mm-hmm. had Dominican. I got you. He have uncles that's in the MLB. He play baseball. I'm trying to get that nigga to play baseball. Bro, listen. Do you know the longevity of that stuff? Bro, I don't want him to go through the football world, bro. Person, but he fucking man, he breathed football. He yeah. football in his bed. So I'm like, bro, go ahead, do your thing. And, 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 and it's like it's like us. I don't know. I didn't get to ask you. Did any of your did your daddy play sports? Anybody was you the only one with a sports background? My my mom, she she got a track background. Mm-hmm. Obviously, my my dad has a basketball background. My mom has a track basketball. But obviously, they didn't sail past high school. Okay. My, my dad was in the streets. So I got you. It's like that. So. I mean, they they was athletic. My mom athletic as hell. Mm-hmm. My mom fast as hell. Yeah. But my but my dad he just played basketball. He was he was short too. He little. He wasn't gonna do too much. <laughs> but my mom man, she athletic as hell. Man. Yeah. She was that good in high school. 
That's wild because only reason I asked that because that's how we usually get into it. We got to see somebody in our in our realm in our lifestyle athletic. And I I've seen some anomalies where parents don't do nothing and they just go out there and, and become that anomaly. But for us, it's rare because we products of our environment to be real. So if you didn't see your parents do nothing athletic, you was probably gonna be in them streets. I ain't gonna lie to you, that's me. If I ain't had no daddy and mama that was in school, at least my daddy going to college, I probably wouldn't even chose that route because it ain't nothing that I, I seen anybody exactly. around me do. Damn, I'm, I'm the same way, bro. Mama, like I said, early age, bro, my mom was on drugs. She lost her kids or mm -hmm. whatever. She, she good now. I love my mom to death. Yes, sir. Perfect now. But um, in the past, bro, she lost her kids and everything. And mm -hmm. I said, if it wasn't for my dad, but my dad saved my life. He came and got me out of a foster home. When yeah. He was in the streets. He got his life together and got a home to where he was able to get his kids and raise us. And he introduced me to sports. Bro, mm -hmm. what would I know without my dad? I, I didn't know shit about football, basketball before that. And, bro, you, you hitting on so much, bro, the importance of the family dynamic, bro. Like, I'm glad, even though you came from a two-parent household, it was a shaky two-parent household. Yeah, I came from a two, that. I came from a two-parent household, still a shaky household with a dad that went to college. Like, people think that certain dynamics come with better upbringing, bro. You can have a dude, wealthy family, all this, and he can still go be a crackhead, killer, steal, rob. He can, he can right. go any route he want to. These right. optics of how, cause like, and, I, and the reason I had to break it down to people, cause they think, when they see us, they're like, oh, they grew up in the hood. Everything ain't the hood, for real. Because right, I, I grew up around the hood. I ain't no hood person. Right, but right. I got the dynamics because that's what we was around. But then they see right. us, Speedy, with the optics, the tats. Oh, that's like, bro, y'all got to stop this optic stuff because the, they misrepresent us. And then the one time we get aggressive, it's our narrative. <laughs> right. But you so got listen, Yeah. Remember I had dreads. Talk to me. I remember I had dreads. Uh -huh. I cut my dreads because I went and bought a truck because I wanted to go walk to Amazon and get a building. That's just our thought process. Bro. Yeah. I could have been ignorant. I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to keep my dreads. I'm going to go ahead and look like this. But I knew I couldn't get what I wanted because of my hair. And that, I went, that's, that's messed tough. Up. That's messed up. That is tough. And that's crazy, bro. You didn't you didn't say you went in there and they did it. You already know the optics of the world. So you said, I ain't even finna give them the wrong impression because I, I know what it looked like. But that's sad that we done dumbed ourselves down to be like, dang, I can't even get accepted unless I look like this. Exactly, bro. And that, that's that's tough. That's what black men do today, bro. And I appreciate you being so transparent, bro, because like I said, this podcast right here gonna open some people's eyes for you, bro. And, um... I wish you all the success in all your endeavors, bro. I wish you all the success with, with being a father, man. You got some good kids. Sound like you very involved and you sending them on the right track, man. Just keep being you, bro. Like I said, bro, every day is hard. But at the end of the day, bro, we got to get through it. And, and I'm glad through our athletics, man, we built some tough skin. So now we can pass it down to our, our younger generation so they can be just as tough and just as successful as we have been. Facts, man. I appreciate you having me. It's definitely a dope podcast. And anything yes, you need me to do to help you out, bro, just let me know. Oh, yeah, man. You know it's all love, man. Can't wait to see you on that field, man. You know I'm going to meet you there. Yeah, hey. Already. All right, bro. Bet. Appreciate y'all tuning in, man. That was a great conversation between me and Speedy. Hope y'all enjoyed it. And... Just be looking out for what's next with the Prove Yourself Right podcast. We're on our way, man, and we're just trying to give everybody their chance to tell the story they way, write their own narrative. You don't have to prove anything to anyone, but you will always have to prove everything to yourself. God bless. <laughs>